doing that? Aside. Yeah, hi. We're back again because once again I have been press ganged into running this game. Shanghai, if you would. Happens. Uh, Shanghai probably isn't that accurate. You should I insert am... yourself as an NPC. Narrator. That'd be awesome if you just like oh. woke up in a room. Thought you meant as an NPC because he technically already did that. <laughs> There's just a Skype connection and a bunch of Seventh C books on PDF. <laughs> <laughs> You can only and answer also calls, you can't uh, make them. Also, there's a key inserted behind your left eyeball. Hello, I'd like to play a game. A literal game. <laughs> <laughs> you will value GMing. <laughs> right, then. When last we left off, you guys, through a number of illegal activities and several trials and tribulations, freed La Fantoma Rain, your, uh, your rightful ship. From the bonds of the Inquisition, who had rightfully taken it, you have also been, you have also been charged with the uh, with the explosion of several public facilities. We only were responsible for half of those. Well, uh, the other half by inaction, but those guys seem cool. Reputation <laughs> depends on the public eye. They are literally mad bombers. <laughs> They're not mad. They were very they were very precise with their bombing. They're they're anarchists, okay. What's the difference? Well, one's an occupation and the other's mental sickness. (laughs) Right then. And then you guys got on your boat and sailed and sailed, had some fights, sailed, sailed for a good number of hours until it began to come to dusk and the rain started and you all started to get hungry because the supplies that were supposed to be on that ship were taken away bit by bit by the Inquisition in preparation for the ship's dismantling or repurposing. You got nothing but the ship you're sitting on and the things you have on your person. And it's at this point that you see a ship come over the horizon, as I said last time, with a black flag that has three skeletal arms, each with knives, all stabbing them down into a common cup. And it is on dead approach to you. Are they, uh... I don't know. Uh... I've got a bad feeling about this. I, I recognize that thing last time, right? Right. Right. Anyone who's spent more than, say, three months at sea recognizes from either, well, recognizes mainly from stories the flag of that ship. This is the flag of the Brotherhood of the Coast. And on, uh, surprisingly honorable group of pirates, but pirates nonetheless. What flags are you flying right now? Good None, question. probably. Yeah, no you, did, you didn't make any. Well, I'm just making sure we don't have, like, the Inquisition flag still up. Nah, we'd have torn that down if there was one. He hasn't invented a sewing machine yet for me to use to make a flag, so nothing there. <laughs> um, nah, say so we'll, we'll fly no colors, but, uh... Oh, uh, do any of our dramatic wounds heal from last time? Um, everyone heal one dramatic wound. Yay, Yay. wound! Yay, yeah, I crippled. Well, doesn't don't your new stats take into effect yet? With Kevin's new stats, does that change how long it takes to get crippled now? It makes me less likely to be crippled at any given time, but it has no effect on how many wounds it takes me to be crippled. Oh, right, okay. that's based on resolve, not brawn. Oh, okay. But it means I'm less likely to convert flesh wounds now. That's good. You're you're not going to receive a dramatic wound from every flesh wound you take. <laughs> yeah, just every other. <laughs> Mr. McKeeran, signal them in semaphore. Ask them what their intent is. I'll start to uh, turn it around. Do you have flags? I I wasn't aware that was uh, 
That was a skill. Semaphore Where? is not a skill. It's just something you might know. It's just like a language. And yeah. I'm pretty sure anybody on a boat will know at least the basics. Oh, I'm sorry, just the way you said, do you have flags? Like, you were asking it with a capital no. F. Like, do, do you have the skill? Do you have <laughs> physical flags with which to semaphore? We, we got shirts or so. you know? I have swords. You have the most layers. You take it off, Nadir. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, let's see. Also, Anne has uh, Anne has like five different kinds of clothes. We can hang those on things and throw yeah, them around. I have nothing else. Um, yeah, just put them on belaying pins or something. Yes. Yeah. All right. What what message do you send over if you think your character knows Semaphore, Declan? Uh, just what is uh, Captain said? Ask him what their intent is, so he'll right. Like Asa. he'd know how to do this a little better. Like. Because, uh, I don't know, like the, some kind of, I don't know, innocuous greeting. <laughs> Want to have a gulm? A gam? Yeah, that's what it's called, a gam. <laughs> greeting. I am Flagman. We am thy ship Enterprise. <laughs> please, please back up into Hind. Deliver us new talk. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that with a... With a simple letter transcription, but ask, ask me a question. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So you send them. You send them some innocuous greeting, and you ask them what their intent is. Um, in the yeah. best way I know how. Like I'm not personally sh- sure, because just directly asking them what their intent is seems I don't know a little abrasive unnecessarily so given our current situation well don't don't ask them don't ask them what their intent is just say sup yeah no, so that, that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Like, what is just... up maybe also adding in fellow pirates <laughs> they're less likely to pirate us if they think we they think we're also pirates i am not we a cop are they <laughs> i mean are as they? long as what they only really hate the uh corsairs which everyone does as well as we have nothing of value on this ship come to the cathayan port bring your best and most illegal drug hashtag not a policeman <laughs> hello kids do you have the mdsa or msda can you get nowhere we can get some hashtag not yeah so it's probably you know just sort of hail yeah hail how's it going ahoy whatever you can hear a faint laughter come over the wind towards your ship, and someone jumps up onto the deck with his own flags and returns your greeting. His ship begins to circle yours slowly. No, I, I, when I see it, I turn about and I maintain distance while we communicate. He's not trying to get an advantage on you. He's maintaining distance as well. Okay. We, we passing them by, or, or what? what's the plan? Well, we'll see what they say. They said hi back to us. I also heard them laughing. Also that. Then again, I'm holding a dress tied around a belaying pin. Two of them, in fact. Well, rather big ones at, if, at that. Let's your go sh- talk with them. Yes. By rights, your ship is pretty fast, but crewed it is, as it is right now, if the wind change even a little bit... We're screwed. Right. Alright, well, we'll do better in person if it comes down to it. As bad as our odds may be there. Yeah, we're definitely better off close. Say, uh, coming about for friendly talk... Yeah, would parlay be the word for that? We could, that? We, I mean, we parlay could say parlay when, they, when we get here. But... Yeah, so let's say, you know, just coming around for, for, a ch- you know, for a friendly chat. The laughter turns uproarious. How many Inquisition plots have they foiled today, I wonder? Alright, well, we'll turn around and start heading towards them. Heading towards them from the front. 
you know, like a little off the side, but not straight into a broadside. Yeah, you're yeah. not ramming them, but we're not broadsiding them. We're just getting close. Honestly, head-on is one of the best ways you can face a broadside. Well, yeah, but I mean, head-on towards their head, not with the intention of hitting them. But yeah, we're not trying not to. We're not trying being to being in front of their guns. We're not right. trying to clip. Uh, what is it? Cross their T. <laughs> but just in case, I'll bring them up, bring us up with our port side facing their port side. Okay. Do we even have That's any? Do we, do we even have any uh, ammunition? Uh, you have enough to fire the guns a couple times. All right. Good question. Anne's probably been <laughs> looking those over and figuring out how many guns we can, how many guns we could actually fire if necessary. Even if I, even if we didn't have ammunition, still be better to have the barrels pointed at them. Yeah. <laughs> the empty barrels. Maybe they'll think twice. If we go on the starboard side, there's no guns there. Oh right, because we we actually have to like move the guns around between, depending on which side we're facing. That's mostly because I cheaped out on brawn. <laughs> It's fine, that's why your master gunner is hella burly. Yeah, I'll say we, we could either have uh, one brawn on either side or two brawn on one side for weapon damage. Yay. <laughs> I mean, we're mostly getting there through boarding actions. Well, definitely right now. But yeah, we'll, we'll bring it up and uh, meet them port to port. Alright, they come on approach. And this ship, you recognize as a Castilian model. It's um, It appears to be a large cargo ship. For what that's worth to you. Well armed, though. Are they, right. they aren't pirating off a cargo ship, are they? Yeah. Okay. It's a good ship. I mean, if they think you're a cargo ship, they won't expect pirates to come out from it. Right. They, they have been known to fly merchant flags sometimes. Right, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you, you, you only Le- bring up the Jolly Roger once you're within, you know, range that nobody can escape. Yeah. Legitimately do the pir- uh, uh, merchant thing, which is not my guess, but just a sneak attack sort of thing. I'll say, like, uh, the other option might be if, you know, they had taken the ship, but it wasn't really built for piracy. They were just taking it back to scuttle somewhere. Or they just take the ship and decide, hey, free ship. Yeah. Look at all the spots for guns and booty. I'm sure it'll go to good use in any case. You sure, huh? Yeah. Fun cool. fact, booty was coined by Vikings. In the piratey sense, anyway. Little history back there. <laughs> All right, let, let's meet these friendly pirates. All right, they come. They come. They come onto your uh, onto your side, and rather than board your ship, they invite you onto theirs. They throw down planks that go down from their rather high deck to yours. All right. Bad uh, feeling about this. He'll hand the wheel to somebody. Um, let's say Elise takes it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hang on to this. Don't lose it. <laughs> Mr. McKeeran, Nadira, let's go. Yes, sir. Hi. And he'll start heading up the plank, and then, uh, say Francesca, follow behind. Hmm. You know what? She, she'll say, if we want to have a proper game, we ask one of their officers to remain on our ship, but I don't think we have the manpower to... for that. Ch- that. Yeah. Oh, for that, and, uh, Anne, you have the, uh, helm. Or you have the, the deck. Aye, aye, sir. Alright, how much do you want to know about this crew? There's a lot of information. There's a lot of of information about this crew. <laughs> Tell us everything. Sure. Their their loves, their fears. <laughs> Tell us everything that they would all know, and then tell me things that I would see. Don't fire so you can see the whites of their eyes and the color of their lips, and the yellow of their teeth, and the syphilis in their brain, and the scurvy in their uh, gums everywhere. Yeah. Sure thing. All right. So, the first person to meet you is an Avalon man. 
shirtless, wearing a wearing a brace of pistols, a belt of ammunition across the other shoulder, and a long sword on his back with a with a whip wrapper wrapped around one of his shoulders. <laughs> Haven't had anyone talk to us in Semaphore in years. We had to make do. Captain <laughs> Valentine Lavariste over his hand. He slaps his hand into yours. His hand is almost cuts into yours with the uh, calluses on it. <laughs> Named Sean McCorley, bosun. I figured my equal. Fair enough. Nice uh, to meet kinda, you. Yeah, he'll say the uh, Declan McCarran, Carrig, bosun. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Nadia, Nadia Fadil uh, Demir, navigator as of right now. Francesca Direnia, quartermistress. It's <laughs> at this point that uh, coming up from below decks is uh, a man about six foot three, Usarin, you can tell. He has a, he has a handlebar mustache that he's waxed into, uh, into twirls at the end. And he wears a Vatacine cross on his, on his uh, chest, on a necklace. Francesca is just very confused looking at him. He's probably Usurin Orthodox. Yep. Not a cat, not Vatican, Vaticine. The, the, the look of unsureness is still very much there. <laughs> he wanders up to you, crosses his arms over his chest. <laughs> so these are the new ones. New ones? Sean elbows him in the side. Aye, they are, Fyodor. <laughs> and what is that supposed to mean? Well, word travels fast. We just left port. Certainly must. Word travels very fast. <gasps> oh, very well then. Uh, Captain Valentine Leveriste, who do I have the pleasure of talking to? He smiles a bit shyly. My name is Fyodor Zastienchevi. McCorley, he shoves him lightly, has been calling me the bashful bear. I might have a name for you, Captain. Straight face. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> You better make it good, Mr. McKeeran, if you do. And coming up from coming up from behind in a classic bodyguard uh stance behind Fyodor is a is a Montaigne man, very drunk, stubbled oh. a, a, a half full bottle of mulled wine at his side, a fencing blade and a knife at his on his belt. Ha. Valentine looks at his similarly equipped uh Montaigne counterparts. <laughs> He looks at you, a little green, like he might throw up over the side of the deck at any given moment. Oh, that's never a good thing when you're that drunk. The Nouveau Pirate. Fyodor nods. And at this point, he uh, points at... Uh, Anne, have you come on top on the top deck? Uh, Yeah, sure, why not? She, I mean, she's she's at the helm, so... I'm assuming that's on the top of the ship. I don't know where yeah. the helm is. <laughs> it's yeah. a, I, usually it's on the, the aft castle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All of you. Tradition. Yeah. All of you have been noting that his eyes have been bouncing from one to the other of you, back and forth, and then he looks over to the top deck of your ship and leans over the side. Cette fille-là, elle est écume. Elle est seulement écume. Translation on that? Yes. Yeah, no, I don't speak French either. <laughs> yeah. So anyone who speaks Montaigne, which may well just be Valentine, um, he said in a rather shoddy accent, mostly from the drunkenness, um, that woman there, she is scum. She's only scum. Yeah, Francesca read, knows Montaigne and just kind of glares at him pretty awfully. He says back at Montaigne, and you, sir, are drunk. Yes. 
Yes, I am. That's why I know scum when I see it, he says in Avalon. He just looks to the captain. The distinct impression we've been let back into the conversation at a rather poor time. <laughs> the, ca- the captain actually has not come up top yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking with him. Yeah, we we assumed Usurin was captain. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Usurin is not captain. It it seems he's basically just sending his crew up one at a time to check you out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then please hold your tongue. I will not tolerate disrespect of my people. Nor will I tolerate disrespect of mine. He turns out his collar and shows a swordsman pin on his lapel. Valentina turns his uh, his his collar out to show the same uh, swordsman pin. He points over to the deck of your ship and simply says, Grasmussen. She's entitled to her personal decisions. And I'm entitled to my opinions on those decisions. Yes, I merely ask that you keep them in your head. We'll see how it goes. There may be a few things I have trouble keeping in. <laughs> the deer's gonna go to, uh, Dunklin and go, what, what are they talking about? Uh, just stupid banter back and forth about, uh... Actually, he's... if they see Declan fight, he may get shit now, too. Because Finnegan is also not accepted by the Swordsman Guild. Ah, uh, just, you know, banter back and forth about, <laughs> uh, fighting styles and the like. Oh, I can understand that. By the way, uh, out of curiosity, I don't think I'm a member of the Swordsman's Guild or anything, but is, uh, uh, Yule, uh, accepted? Or they just not, uh, accept any Crescent, uh, sword stuff? Um, they probably wouldn't be averse to you, but you wouldn't yeah. be given membership in the Swordsman Guild. That's much more of a mainland Thean thing. Yeah, uh, it would be an unsanctioned style, but it's, it's Rasmussen that they really have a problem with. Yeah, that's the one that the Swordsman Guild actually has, like, active quarrels with. Since Is that, like, the gun? That's the, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the gun, gun school. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, unarmed combat is allowed, but frowned upon, but, uh, ranged combat is strictly forbidden in duels, despite the Rasmussen attempts to get endorsed. You know what a, you know what a gun is? Not a sword. Okay, yeah. And uh, Fyodor puts a hand on his shoulder and nearly pushes him over the side by mistake. I apologize for my bodyguard. Let me introduce myself a bit better. I am the chaplain of this ship. It's good to meet you. An apology accepted. This is Jean-Paul. He's my stalwart ally. Are there any threads or anything I see? Um, mainly you see a lot of coin threads stretching between people. Unexpected. But but on every person on this ship that you've seen so far, you do see a green strand stretching into the mid-decks. Also not terribly surprising, they all support their captain, and they all have a relationship based on money and business. <laughs> Nothing unexpected from a pirate ship, as far as threads. Uh, so to what do we owe the pleasure of your visit? Well, we were going to... Uh... Raid your ship, take whatever you had, but it seems you have very little. <laughs> I apologize. That was, that was not nice of me. It's okay. It seems fortune works in strange ways today. Hmm. Why, just this morning, my ship was held by the Inquisition. Yes, we thought you might be those people. Indeed we are. McCorley nudges him. <laughs> they don't look like the people. That would be a pretty tough thing for them to do, yeah? What are the stories now, Vol? We did. She might bat her eyelashes a little bit. Oh, the stories are massive. You took down the entire Inquisition single-handedly, blew up every building on the dock, 
and sailed away into the sunset. Not as far off as I expected. There are a few stories about Verdugo taking his chaplain's hat and throwing it in the dirt. But that's oh. most, that's mostly wishful thinking. I'm not De- sure anyone De- believes Deckel's it. gonna look at, uh, at the captain like, yo, should we talk about the fact that that dude's a corpse because of us now? Now, Verdugo's okay. He, oh, I'm Ver- sorry, Ver- uh, was uh, Z- Zapata was the guy we killed? Yeah, you, you killed a member of the Zapata family. That, especially on a Castilian ship... Best we not mention that unless it comes up. Yeah. Yeah, the Zapata are actually fairly well-loved among the Castilians. Yeah. I mean, if that gets out, we'll let it get out, but odds are they'll probably keep it quiet rather than admit that he, they got killed by prisoners in a secret Inquisition jail. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. Yeah, and... so, well, the, the, the stories do uh, somewhat underplay our part, but you're welcome to uh, tell them as much as you like. They shrug and laugh amongst themselves, and at this point, a another rather large man, larger still than Fyodor, comes in. You can't tell what ethnicity he is exactly, but his body is covered from head to toe with tattoos of what appear to be storm winds. Green thread? Uh, green thread down, yeah. Uh, oh no, it's still down, so he's not the captain then. Right. Okay. Yeah, he leans up against the wall of the ship, just watches. They keep coming up bigger. What do you think the last one to come up will look like? He'll need a cargo lift. Now be nice. Intra- introduce yourself, would ya? <laughs> Captain Valentine Leverist. He sighs. Donna. The pleasure to meet you. Is there anything distinct about his tattoo styles, like art where they might come might have come from? Uh not especially. Oh. Well, I suppose that'll do it for an introduction, yeah? If that's what you wish to share. He simply nods, goes back to uh pulling the rigging. Now let's see, a few people are too busy for you. No offense, Captain. That's just fine. I would like to meet the Captain, but I understand if other men have obligations. Right, give me a second. He points up into the rigging. There's someone sitting near the crow's nest, legs hanging off the side of the top mast. That there up there is Velik, Velik Gailcatcher. Struck by lightning he was. Huh. Uh, Sailing in the crow's nest during a storm, that is a risk. Ever since then he can smell a storm coming. What does he smell now? Well, he hasn't said anything to us yet about it, so I suppose, well, what rain there is now isn't going to get much worse. You know, that would be pretty useful if we should uh, have keep Juan up in the crow's nest next time we go into a storm. <laughs> you hear from the top of your uh, mask, what did you say? He, be, be nice, Juan. He, he already, uh, question, uh, real quick question, what arm is, of Juan's is fake? Uh, the right arm. He always has enough of an inconvenience. <laughs> He'll shut up anyway. Can you smell storms? I can smell this one! <laughs> Farts. <laughs> Alright, then we don't have to hit you with lightning. What? <laughs> <laughs> He'll turn back to, uh, turn back to the crew. <laughs> he, uh, uh, McCorley smiles, points to some other men working the rigging. They appear to be, um, they appear to be a pair of brothers. One larger, one smaller. The smaller one is clambering up over the ropes while uh, the larger one pulls down the ropes of the ship. Those are the Wilcoxes. Reggie and Willie. One's fast, the other's strong. That's all we ever needed from them. Everyone needs a hobby. See, down in the midships, we got Tom Bruner. Might have heard of him. Have I heard of him? Uh, <laughs> how much do you know about sailing lore? Probably a fair amount. My character, uh, especially. Yeah, also... Uh... Same because I've 
to find a certain group of pirates. Like my character knows more about like fables and just stories about sailing than he does about actual sailing history. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> the, the the latter part's probably what Declan knows, like actual uh, sort of workaday sailing knowledge. All right, this guy's had a few stories about him, Tom Brunner. Uh, his nickname is that Eisen bastard. Uh, he is a very accomplished master gunner, and um, and it said it said of him that uh, when he fights, you can hear him shouting at the enemy, his enemy in particular, not the opposing navy, but always at the enemy, their fanes. Everyone uh, assumes he has a personal vendetta against death itself. Oh, the Eisen bastard! <laughs> the very same. <laughs> well, and to think I was ready for a protracted gun battle. <laughs> It wouldn't protract very long. Seems not. Although Anne is quite a shot. We should introduce them. Everyone looks at Jean-Paul. What? <laughs> I can behave. And it's at this point that, uh, Francesca, you see the green line shifting across the decks. She's gonna lean over to Valentina and whisper the captain. He'll, uh, nod quietly. And it's at this point that a man in... Pretty standard swashbuckling pirate get-up with long, with long wavy black hair and a bit of a weary look in his eye, but otherwise a very pretty face comes up, a scarf wrapped around his head and a monkey hanging off of his shoulder. He is followed by, um, well, what can I, I can only describe as an androgynous person. Slender, well-muscled, a bit of a frown, sunken eyes. Valentine will offer his hand. Captain Valentine Leveriste of the Phantom Marine. He smirks lightly, puts his hand in yours. Captain Allende. His eyes widen, light, widen slightly. This is a pleasure to meet you. And you as well, I suppose. His accent is difficult. It appears he has spent so long surrounded by so many people of different nations that his accent has become muddied. Okay, but Allende is a Castilian name, isn't it? It is. Okay. He smiles lightly. So, the new pirates, then. Shrugs. Very same. <laughs> you seem a bit thin to be pirates. Not How going, do you mean? Not going well so far, I assume? I believe it's gone very well. This morning, I didn't. I wasn't able to take possession of my ship. Now I have a ship. We're already very, very much in a better position than this morning. <laughs> Just think what we'll do tomorrow. I do like the attitude. The monkey climbs up on his shoulder, swivels around to the other, and sits on it. Does he have a brother? If he does, he's never told me about it. Shame. Now then, the lot of you. If you're interested, I do have an offer for you. We'll entertain any offer. You seem to be running light on supplies, yes? Yes. Yes, we are. I suggest a trade. Okay. See, we just raided a very good run of merchant ships, and we have a bit of a surplus of supplies. Okay. Here's my plan. I give you just enough supplies to make your way to Avalon. In the south of Avalon, there is a town called Kanguin. They won't know you there. They know me there. And when we arrive? When you arrive, you'll have begun a race. Only the opponent won't know that you're there. Ready to what? You see, Kanguin is a bit of a pirate's refuge. There's a number of reasons that it doesn't hold up well to any means of authority. 
So if you're familiar with Jeremiah Barrick, which you almost certainly are, he's the head of uh, Queen Elaine's private privateer army. Uh, yeah, I figure I'm aware of him, but what are his targets typically? Is he a pirate hunter? Is he a... I think he takes merchant ships. He he uh, from other countries that are not Avalon. Oh, okay. So they they're functionally at least they're at raiding levels of fighting with everybody. Right. Officially, they uh, they are just pirates. They're not actually a sanctioned privateer army. Okay. But it's sort of a it's sort of a non secret secret that Queen Elaine enjoys profit off of what they get. I think uh, I guess the equivalent would be uh, uh, Francis Drake in the during whenever he was running things and messing up the Spanish Armada. Then later had right. a man. To, go on. So and so we arrive and we have a race with Jeremiah Barrick, no less. A race to what? A hat. A hat. A hat. Which hat and why? Francesca. Quick aside. Yes. You see, uh, you see a single thread, gold, begin to form between Allende and Valentine. Okay. And you can see energy gather around it. Alright. It's being manipulated. Hmm. Alright. She's just very suspicious of this deal now, and she's trying to see if there's any suspicious looking women on board now. She's so is... not manipulating it. Someone else has to be. Is this a deal? That you would be doing yourself, or is it a death trap? Hmm. It would be inconvenient for me. I am in no mood to step into Jeremiah Barrick's home country. Do they have a notorious feud or anything? They don't have a feud, but in general, they would they don't like to run afoul of each other. Okay. Since they are basically the two they are basically two of the best pirate best and strongest pirate factions. Alright. Alright. Where is the hat? I can't I can't sail on just knowing we need to find a hat. A new mayor has deposed the former mayor of Kanguin. He's claiming he's going to clean it up. Kick out the rogue elements. We want to send a message. More importantly, Barrick wants to send a message, and Barrick would pay a lot of money if someone got that hat before he did. So you are planning on gaining the hat for yourself and selling it for the highest bidder? Or just a barrack, if he gives me a generous enough offer. And if not, it can go in your uh, cabin. Indeed, with the others. I might wear it here and there. I hear it's a good hat. Well, I need to discuss with my crew, but... Well... You did say you were flush with supplies, no? And you can't expect us to uh, make a deal on an empty stomach and a parched throat. <laughs> You're trying to swindle me. One meal. As a gesture of good faith. Do you have the mooch skill? Uh, yes, actually. It is a... As a gentry... Uh, <laughs> I am a, an experienced moocher. Roll wits roll wit plus mooch. <laughs> if you look at my resume, you'll see I'm an experienced moocher. <laughs> I'm trying to see... Oh, there are specific rules for it. Generally, it works with nobles, but... Uh, 
Oh, this is pirate nobility. Yeah, I'm just gonna give it a. I'm just gonna give it a TN and roll up and try to get it. Yeah. Oh, what the hell was it? Suck. I remember that was part of the gentry received one free raise when using the moochnack. Nice. <laughs> to be honest, I had not expected this to come up, but <laughs> I'm not surprised. We're begging a pirate captain for food, and you expected Mooch to remain out of the equation. <laughs> well, <laughs> hadn't, hadn't really occurred to me that... Oh, wow. Okay. I guess that's 24. Jesus. I rolled a 10 and a 9. I don't actually have any points in Mooch, but, uh... So it doesn't explode, right? But still, 19 uh, plus a free raise. Yeah. Alright, so the TN increases by 5 because, uh, it's unskilled... Okay, is that in addition to not exploding, or does it yes. explode? Okay. Those, those are the two unskilled penalties. Five harder and no explosions. He looks at you, looks at all of you. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. On two conditions. What conditions? You bring everyone over, and someone else has to sit next to Jean-Paul. And at this at this point, all of his crew laughs, except for Jean-Paul. <laughs> <laughs> How even they like, don't like him. <laughs> it's all right. He won't remember in the morning. <laughs> I fair enough. Somebody can sit. Someone can sit next to John Paul, who's not you. And yes, I I had hoped the crew could mingle at least briefly. And he'll bow. All right. Something <laughs> odd happens there. And everyone or you, odd you, or just a few of us. Odd's all of you. And yes. You hear Valentine, Valentine's voice. All right, come on over. The rest of you hear it too. Valentine, you hear it. Valentine didn't say it, did he? He did not. Whole of us, sir. Play Every- that order. No, no, every one of you. Sir, you are confusing me. Bring over everyone. Belay that order. Stay where you are. Belay that belaying. You hear a chuckling from below decks. He looks to Diane. He's just smiling. A game, it is it? Not a, not so much a game. Dee Dee is just uh, precocious. Dee Dee. Our ships. He looks the other. What is she again? There's a collective shrug. <laughs> <laughs> she works on the ship. Do you have many women on your ship? I suppose a few. Why do you ask? I was just curious, because you'd seen so many men and seemed surprised to talk of duty. I was curious if she was your only one and stuck here amongst all of the men. He shrugged softly. I take on anyone I deem worthy, and who's willing to follow the code. I, I respect that very much. Valentin says, uh, all right, come on over. Belay that order. I'll go over I'll, and bring I'll, them over. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Francesca's going to walk over and bring everyone back over. <laughs> what is going on? Someone who can manip- can make their voice sound like other people's voices was messing with everyone. Ooh. Alright, uh, Valentine will uh, go over to uh, Declan and uh, quietly say... Uh, Make sure you or someone you trust has an eye on the ship at all times. Uh, yeah, certainly. You uh, you think 
they'll all be having a seat in the mid decks. Uh, might be pretty a little problematic. I think it'll be all right. We'll have a good time. This is the life we chose. It's what we worked for. Question. If, because the whole being able to see the threads thing, would I be able to tell if someone suddenly, like, walked away from the ship and was heading towards our ship just by the direction of their threads? Um, generally speaking, no. Okay. Since generally you'd have to see both people to catch a thread between them. Okay, that's all. Yeah, it's at this point that, um... Oh, and uh, he, he also says, tell the crew quietly, if you hear me give an order that says Emperor Montaigne says, then the crew is to obey that order and ignore all further orders until they see me directly. Uh, got it, I suppose. And then he'll he'll go with Iende, presumably. Sure. He invites all of you down to the uh, dinner quarters. Francesca's trying to very subtly keep an eye on Valentine so she can grab a minute where it's not weird that she would be talking to him and not like everyone else. Uh, yeah. He's planning on getting the food first. Everybody's probably well, pretty yeah. hungry. Uh, well, yeah. Also, uh, is uh, Juan coming over, too? Yeah, Juan comes over. Oh, yeah. If she, uh, Nadira will approach him and says, Oh, uh, Juan, since uh, I have a couple to spare now, she'll uh, basically uh, try and motion for him to hold up his left arm. Puts his arm up a couple arms? No, and she begins uh, tying some of the beads she found around his uh, left arm. I'm not sure I understand. In in, uh, Crescent, it is considered... Bad, it is considered a uh, bad luck, or, or maybe that's maybe not the right word for it. It's hard to translate. You generally do not want to eat with your left hand unless you have something tied around it. Uh huh. All right, I suppose. Thank you. I think. And he heads on down. It's there that you meet um, a Vendel man, about a. Uh, Five foot six, round average height, wearing a wearing a top hat. One of those, um, what are those cloth neck pieces where um, where the material goes up and down? Cravat. Yeah, it goes the one that, the ones that go all the way around the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's that's not that's the re- Renaissance neck piece. I thought you meant just like the poof under the chin. No, no, this goes all the way around. Not yeah, really, the, the yeah, the, the Shakespeare Raleigh type. Uh... Yeah, the, the Shakespeare neck. Yeah, that. <laughs> but he's wearing one of those, and he's wearing a fine vest made of furs, and he has. Uh, bro- also, it's called a ruff. He has a ruff on, and he's wearing thinking- he's wearing a couple of gold rings. He immediately gets down to business, speaking in almost perfect Montaigne with you, Valentine, uh, negotiating exactly what you'd be trading in terms of supplies. Ah, uh, their quartermaster then. Is this at a? Uh, is this at dinner? Uh, right before dinner is served, when the food's still being brought to the table. He looks kind of annoyed and uh, motions for him to talk to uh, Francesca, and he uh, goes back to the wine or uh, <laughs> whatever alcohol's being served. He looks over, looks back. Looks over and Francesca goes over and talks to you in somewhat broken Vidachi, a somewhat a, a somewhat uh, annoyed look on his face. And she's just going to answer in Montaigne. I speak Montaigne, if that's easier for you. <sighs> my apologies. My uh, my Vidachi is rusty. And he goes back into perfect Montaigne. It's all right. Not everyone can speak such an elegant language. She, she's very obviously teasing him lightly, but not meant to be as an insult. He squints. 
So this is how the negotiations are going to start, eh? I meant it very, like, non-insulting. Do not worry. But no, I am quartermistress of the ship, so let us see what you will be offering for such a interesting journey we seem to be going on, plausibly. And he negotiates you enough supplies to make it comfortably to Avalon, but not much further. Do you have any alternatives to uh, um, alcohol and water to be drunk? Just curiously. Water, alcohol, those are the main ones. Uh, what do we have around? She's thinking of you, Nadira. She really is. <laughs> I see, like, what else would there be? Yeah, that's what he's having juice. trouble figuring out. Juice. Coffee is just now coming around. Yeah, plausibly coffee, but also you can have casters of juice. What, yeah, if you well, if you press on the ship somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if they if they from a place if they're from a place that has citrus juices, those are the things that keep. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I can offer you some uh, orange juice. He he actually says that in a bit of broken Montaigne because he's he doesn't usually have to say it. Jurange. <laughs> the Duke of Orange Jurange. Oh, uh, right. Vous voulez sitting... vous le jus d'orange? Before <laughs> Valentine is uh, present enough to uh, mention to Anne when she comes over not to sit near Jean Paul and to avoid him. That would be the a most uh, beloved thing to add to the supplies, considering we have some who cannot drink alcohol, and water would, is, of course, so precious. We would probably have to negotiate a little bit less water, then, since we've been meaning to use that to fight off scurvy. I can't substitute it for alcohol for you, then? Uh, I suppose no, no alcohol, only juice. I can work that. All right. Sorry, Declan. And I kind of like, wow, she sees the what did Declan do to you? Uh, Alright, lose the orange juice, we'll take the alcohol. She'll live. Can't not do any alcohol, but that will get me killed on the first time we leave this ship. Eh, yeah, suit yourself. Um, the original deal it is, then. Sounds good, should said arrangement actually occur. And she'll sh- offer to shake his hand. He smiles for the first time since you've seen him, shakes your hand. He He turns around... She picks up some papers off the table, and you hear him say, Now can I negotiate for my stupid hat? Pardon? He just stands up, turns around, his face sour. He looks around and glares at a 15-year-old girl who just pulls her head back around the corner from outside the lunchroom. Ah, Didi, I take it? Didi. What does a 15-year-old girl have to do on a... Or teenage girl, she probably doesn't know she's 15. What does such a young girl have to do... On a pirate ship. It was Allende's idea, and Allende's word is law. So what do we need to look at and, and have ready to sign should said our deal go through? She, walk. Yeah, he offers you the contract. It's all in order for what you negotiated. She's going to read over it and be like, I'm going to let my captain read this first. I'm sure you understand. Of course. Is Montaigne your first language? Nope. Vendel. No, it's fine. He takes a deep breath, and he starts speaking a long sentence from from one of the passages of the Vatican Holy Text. But it moves through Montaigne, through Castilian, through Broken Vadachi, through Perfect Userin, through Perfect Vendel, through Perfect Vestin, through Perfect Avalon, even through uh, Perfect Kimri, the the equivalent of Gaelic. I am very impressed, sir. I do a lot of negotiation. 
Shelf had his hand. Avalon, Montaigne, Ladache is all I can do. Still, but it gets around to most places. Still respectable. She's going to pat his hand and, and take over said papers to Valentine. This is what they're willing to give for our journey. Is it a good deal? Mm, best I could get without losing all the alcohol. Declan. Yes? You're sitting across the table from uh, one of the Wilcox brothers, the smaller one. McCorley stands behind him, grabs the sides of the chair, and pulls it away with the Wilcox brother still in it. And he pulls up his own chair sitting across from you. There, I call it an advantage of our station. Without a word, he pushes your drink off the side of the table. <laughs> Is he part cat? <laughs> Don't you do it! No! <laughs> <laughs> He looks down at the, uh, you know, the mug or whatever he was drinking out of. All right. (laughs) I'm willing to at least uh, hear out why you might have done that. He takes a larger wooden stein full of ale and slams it on the table in front of you and then pulls out a second one of his own. He was upgrading you, it seems. (laughs) Oh, is this how it's to be then? Without a word, he puts up his fingers. Three, two, one. And he starts drinking. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I would make foot stomping noises, but I don't think that Mike would pick that up. Roll me a resolve check. Not not to avoid drunkenness, just to be the first to get your drink down. Oh, to win the chug contest. Just relax all your jaw and throat muscles and let it roll right in. <laughs> Please don't phrase it like that. <laughs> and, then, and then lie back and think of it as more, right? He finishes his drink approximately twice as fast as you do, Declan. And he just sets the stein politely back on the table and grins smugly. Okay. What do you say another uh, another round? <laughs> uh, the smaller Wilcox brother comes back with a drink, sort of angry. Taking his, he takes a swig out of it. McCorley leans back in his chair, takes the drink, and pours it into both of your glasses. <laughs> Poor Wilcox, brother. Wilcox storms off again. <laughs> Can I try again? Yep. Let's see. 16. You know what? I'm spend a drama die on this. Hey, Kevin, is this 20, one? Is this, is this one of those... Okay. This one so, what? Is this one of those systems where when you guys spend a drama die, I get one? I don't believe it's ever been that way. Okay. I can't remember if that was just Deadlands or if it was, you know. I think that was just Deadlands because you already start with like 10, 8 to 10 typically. So no, I, I, don't, think, I don't think you get one when we use one. All right. So he just starts getting smugger and smugger. (laughs) He drinks until he's two-thirds of the way done with his drink, slams on the table, grabs your drink, and switches it with his, while yours is about half full, and then finishes finishes your drink. Yeah, he's got two. (laughs) I I didn't expect that this would be the stat used for uh, for changing fucking beer. What would, what else would it be? Panache? I don't know. Broader panache. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the hell panache does. It's apparently... It gives you more actions in combat. Yeah. It's, it's like your heroic style. Yeah. It's used for basically two or three things. 
I think it's used for the tagging skill. It's used because one used for taunts. Yeah, it's it's used for taunt and for determining your actions per round. Because one of the things is your attacks per round. You know, doesn't get to be used a whole lot elsewhere. Because that's I mean, pretty good. Yeah. We could argue that any of the traits could go to drinking. Brawn being able to handle more alcohol, finesse that you do it better, which you know how to do it smart in a smart way, resolve you can handle it better, and then panache you just do it with style. He smirks at you and puts an elbow up on the table, offering you an arm wrestling contest. Alright, yeah, we'll try. So All for right, those of you audience. playing along at home, Axe just wrote down in the chat 19, 9, 27, 3, and below that, 55. I, I want to know how we achieved said numbers. Explosions. Literal oh, explosions. Yeah, like that, oh, that's, the, that's the output from the uh, website I was linked to, the smelly old gamer thing. Yeah, he doesn't expect you to be a Finnegan boxer, and that was his fatal flaw. <laughs> he puts his arm out, you grasp it. And the moment he starts pushing against you, you slam his the back of his hand down onto the table. And as he pulls his hand back up, he looks at it, and his knuckles have begun to bleed. He smiles right. smugger than ever. I think if you were putting in an effort, I might as well. He smiles wryly and starts tapping the uh, table with his hand. He puts up his fingers again. Three. No, oh, one's, ever, like best no, three no one's ever gotten me in less than five. Good on you. Um, he's gonna, like, sort of, uh, take just a moment and, like, look out. Are there any windows or maybe, like, places where guns poke out where he can just take a look at the other ship? He does have a responsibility, after all. Yeah, there, 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 there's a, there's a porthole off to one side of this place, and you take a look out and your ship appears to be fine. He's gonna sit back down and say, now all I need is a fight, and, uh, I've had the perfect evening, I think. A fight? What a fight? He smiles, gets up on the table, and he just shouts, Down! He gets off the table. What kind of fight are you looking for? Just a friendly one. He opens up a case near the wall. Inside, there's a fencing weapon, a buckler, a crossbow, and a halberd. What do you think? That doesn't look friendly at all. You're starting to feel a bit tired, by the way. Like, like suspiciously so? Yes. Does he have any strange threads coming off him? Declan. Ooh, uh, Declan? Declan? Yeah. Nah, De- Declan's fine. Alright, so it's not the fate that's on board doing it. McCorley picks up his halberd and starts walking toward you. Alright. Bosun to Bosun. What and uh, did you he, give us? There's a... He, I... <laughs> I think I... And he, having drunk more than you, stumbles off to one side and bangs his head on the corner of the table, falling to the deck floor. The smaller Wilcox brother comes up, points at him, Got you! And everyone starts starts laughing uproariously at him. Oh. Do you mind telling me what? <laughs> uh, it actually looks like it's going to be a bad night for you. I'll be fine. <laughs> Knockout drops. Classic trick. Hmm. Knowing first that's, aid, would I know something that's to not counter funny. it? That's not funny at all. <laughs> it's funny to me. <laughs> Name's Reggie. 
he will he will attempt to say I'm Declan uh, McCarran, uh, but the my name is part comes out in, just Inish. <laughs> I don't actually know what what that is in Inish, so neither would he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like someone can't handle his liquor. <laughs> uh, you know well and true for a fact that is not what I'm incapable of handling. <laughs> Sneaky fucking prick. It seems like the type of crew that would just ice each other. <laughs> it was invented yet. <laughs> the the other Wilcox brother, the giant version of this small man in front of you, puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh, you would be Reggie. Yeah, I would be I would be Willie. You would be Willie. Okay. Do we have a problem? Uh, well, that depends. If we did, how do you suppose we solve it? You're still looking for that fight? I'll see why not. He shrugs, steps back, looks briefly at the broadsword on the wall, looks back, shaking his head, claps his hands together. Shall we then? Yeah, but let's not have it over too quickly. I am looking to have some fun. If you insist. Is there anything anyone would like to be doing while this fight goes on? Getting a uh, hold of the... Valentine. Yeah. Valentine will say, he'll say something real quick to Declan. He says, uh... Make sure it's alright with Captain Allende before you do this. We're guests it's on It's a ship. friendly fucking fight, Captain. It's okay! <laughs> I find right. one of the fuckers put knockout drops. Wait, was that Allende or was that Didi who said it? It's fucking complicated. <laughs> one of the two, but Allende doesn't seem to be stopping it. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, with the Captain's blessing, you have my blessing. And then he'll go back to grab his wine. Oh, I'm also keep. I'm trying to find any other women that are on the ship because fate witches are never guys. Yep. So far, so far, you've only seen the people I've told you about. So only Didi's the only girl I've seen then. Mm. And Anne's probably checking out this fight and looking for anybody. Looking for anybody else who's looking for a scrap. Uh, uh well, but anyways, uh, oh, yeah, what's, what's Nadira doing? Uh, she's actually gonna look for like a either the captain or higher up because she has a topic she wants to talk about with the. Brotherhood of the Coast, regarding a, a certain nemesis of theirs that she wants to get vengeance on. Uh, sure. Ayanda is willing to, uh, chance a talk with you, though he prefers not to be away from his confidants. Uh, Mr. Allende, um, you are, you are a member of the, uh, Brother of the Coast, yes? I am the captain of the Brotherhood of the Coast. Oh, I... We, we are the Brotherhood of the Coast. Well, in any case, I am seeking information out of a certain enemy of yours. And who might that be? I need information on the Corsairs. Ah, carried in in his lot. They're cruel. They kill. That's about, that's about all there is to know about them. Some time ago, my... When I was returning to my village, it had been raided, with no one left in it, only the flag of the Corsairs. I believe my family has been abducted. I carried in, or one of his underlings. You'd be a lot safer if you gave up on them. I believe that me, that the I have the creator's blessing to, to. Go after them? What a coincidence, so does he. Now more than ever. I did not get shot 
about nine times by the Inquisition and thrown into the ocean for dead. To give up here? Look, he has a ship full of warrior monks. One man who I'm fairly certain is a natural bomb maker. A hunchbacked bosun that will rend the flesh from his own men. And they don't take prisoners unless they intend to keep them. I did not expect it to be easy. But few things in life are. If you have such a death wish, sail sail near Crescent Waters with the Inquisition flag raised high. Thank you. Also, if, you know, as a repayment for this information, after the dinner, I'll I'll, uh, give you a repayment in the form of, uh, well, I am a uh, dancer by trade. Really now? Have my, and she tugs on her, uh, you know, uh, the collar of her, you know, plain cotton shirt. My dancing, I keep my dancing outfit underneath my uh, plain clothes. He smirks. Really now? Well, it, uh, the pants can be. You have to tie those up, but the shirts are very uh, minimalist. Is, is that the right word? You have my interest. To this point, that the uh, the androgynous fellow by his side sort of scowls at you. Oh, uh... Well, I'll... I'll... With your permission, I will perform for both of our men tonight after the meal. I think I'd like that. Uh, also, uh, warning you ahead of time, my routine involves swords. So, uh, you know... I am intrigued in a different way, but no less intrigued. It was, I was uh, trained by uh, my mother, who, uh, who also knew the trade. It is the sacred, uh, it is the uh, old sword dancing school of Yale, both applicable in uh, performance as well as combat. Interesting. I look forward to seeing it. But for now, we eat. Have some more food. She will, uh, she will, uh, yeah, nod her head and uh, begin uh, eating. So I believe Valentine and uh, Francesca had something to do? Yes. Provided they're subtly away from everyone else, but not, like, pointedly so. Mm-hmm. You know, as to be, like, obvious about it. She's going to be like, there's another fate witch here. I don't see her. But she's here, and she's manipulating that agreement you were talking about. How can she manipulate it? Do a How does that work? <sighs> she was high. And explain, <laughs> you put out the cards. It was yellow, so she's doing a coin spread. I could do the same. But my assumption is she's doing a coin spread that she's trying, she's kind of moving her hands, figuring out how to explain the intricacies of just magic. And when you do the coin spread, it raises how much you will gain from a particular uh, income. So my assumption is that she's manipulating the thread it was twisting so it's not and but it wasn't you or Ayende who was twisting it so it has to be her that I'm I think she's giving them a bit a greater outcome than he might be saying does it change our bottom line I'm not sure I could do a coin spread as well and we would also gain but I'm curious how he hasn't mentioned that he has a faith which board it, is there a chance he doesn't know not likely. Not that she would be manipulating 
his deals without him knowing. Most people get very angry when you manipulate things of theirs and they don't know it. We can't afford to walk away, can we? No, we can't. But I wanted you to at least know that before you made any agreements blindly. If you want, I'll do a coin spread here as well, and it will also raise our outcome on it. Do your coin spread. Keep looking. Mm. I'll put off signing till the morning. Good. I haven't seen any other women besides the 15-year-old, but no 15-year-old can do that spread. She's just, she won't have enough knowledge. So there's some other woman on board. The captain's companion? Uh, woman. I didn't see any. Was the, uh, could the androgynous person have specified been as androgynous. Yeah, but he was calling him fellow, James. Androgynous, I'm just uh, All right. Even then, fellows. Yeah, I know. Maybe. She's, she'll kind of look over and see if, she would see a lot more threads around that person. Roll if me they an, were the roll me an arcana check. Uh, remind me not to explode these. It's never a good thing if I do. You ju- you just don't have to explode one. You just have to not explode one die twice. You can even yeah. explode multiple dice once if you want. Okay. I'm just I'm very nervous about you know. I really don't want a fate lash. No, like I even if you even if you like this is completely optional taking a fate lash. Um, what trait will my swords and axe run under? Um, wits? yeah, I call it wits. Okay. Oh. Or resolve, actually, if I remember correctly. Resolve? Okay. I think resolve is generally the sword and axe. Oh, okay, cool. They're the same thing, so that's fine. No change in the math. <laughs> Six. And read that. Oh, okay. That's not bad, then. Okay. Thirty-three. Okay. All right. So you notice a few things. She does have a number of uh, threads coming off her. Maybe not a completely unre- unreasonable amount, but they do appear stronger than you than normal. Especially the green one between uh, that person and Allende. Hmm. Any blue threads by chance? Um. No. Okay, they're not you, romantic. You can see the broken, the broken frayed strands of one, but no complete strand. Uh, does the broken blue strand go pointing at anyone in particular? Hard to tell. The the okay. strands sort of flip around. Okay. Well, it's preferably, pre- presumably then not coming off the captain. Alright. She's just kind of watching her then. Huh. Oh, and because you rolled Arcana, you also know that oh. uh, the Arcana is loyal. Loyal. Interesting. What does loyal do again? Uh, you, you can... I think it's the same one Anne has... Uh, you can spend a drama die on them to get them to act in favor of the people they're loyal to. Oh, okay. Even at personal risk. Okay. It, it's the weird one where it's the... Yeah. Uh, she kind of stop. She'll stop mid-sentence to be like, no, it can't... Yes. That is most definitely a fate witch. And she's going to sigh and be like, she's got some love that she didn't like, that she's since lost and broken the thread. She's very respectful or in a, a very loyal relationship we'll say with the captain like her loyalty might be her downfall so to speak wiggles her eyebrows to show that more than just loyalty <laughs> but nothing malicious that i can see there's no red lines she doesn't hate anyone she doesn't she's not in love with anyone currently on the ship anyway and it's mostly just the same threads everyone else has money and respect but she has a far greater respect for the captain than anyone else's threads are showing. 
You also get a little bit more information, Francesca. Oh, do tell then. You also catch the captain's arcana. Oh, by proximity? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. By rolling so well. Oh, thank you. Altruistic. Ah, what's that one do again? Um, you can you can basically spend a drama die to get them get them to act in favor of another person. Basically, give them give of themselves with, and expect nothing in return. Ah, how does one you know do that? Spend a drama die. Say you're activating it. Okay, she's just kind of smiling and thinking, Captain. If you wanted, by chance, I could make sure that when you do talk and sign the deal. He will be making sure that uh, he's a, he gives us some things and expecting nothing in return. Tomorrow, or I could do it now, but it's more likely to happen tomorrow, I can make sure that our dear Captain Allende will be uh, far more altruistic in his dealings with us. She's almost got an evil cat-like smile. She's just so happy she can be like something like that. Not feel really bad about it. Very well. I'll do our coin spread tonight, away from her. Do whatever we need to do. She'll nod and then go off to find herself some alcohol. Okay. Then switch back over to Declan real quick. Is he alive? Yeah, he's alive. Great. Good sign. Why wouldn't he be alive? I'm fine. Easy. Perfectly. Because <laughs> that. Okay. Um. <laughs> and sure. this is where Declan learns he can go into a drunk boxing school. That's what he's in, more or less. That is precisely what he's in, actually. <laughs> a knockout drug boxing school. That might be a little different. <laughs> so sure, give me uh, give me your panache. Initiative time. Alright, so it's three unexploded, right? Yeah. Keep them aside, those are the phases you go on. Lower is better. One, four, and five. Okay, you take the first move. The fights like this tend to be to first dramatic wound. Yeah, he's going to put his hands up. Noticeably, he puts his... He doesn't, like, do the gentleman boxer style that's usually prevalent among pugilists in Thea. Like, he's got his elbows bent, like a Finnegan. Uh-huh. So, all right, then. Inish rules, right? Hands only, keep it above the waist, and we go until we don't want to do the thing anymore. You know the fuck I'm saying. He nods solemnly. All right, then. All right, uh, so before I roll, do these knockout drops have any mechanical burden upon me here? Um, I'll say I'll increase your TNs by five. It'll, okay. It'll take, an adi- it'll take an additional raise, essentially. And that's wits? It's finesse to attack. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, finesse plus my thing plus... Uh... Yeah, finesse plus your uh, knack, keep finesse. Forty-five. Uh, you only keep your finesse dice. I know. Okay. Uh, dear audience... Also, was that just a cross the punch? The fuck do I you... do here? <laughs> was, was that just a cross punch? Or you what realize was that? you're dealing with a very good fighter. Dealing with a good roller. Should take some raises. <laughs> How's it feel, James? Feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you absolutely hit. Roll your damage, which should be brawn k uh, brawn plus one k two for you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, for everyone else, it's brawn k one. Uh, it's a 12. 1, 5, 7, 5. Alright, you managed to catch him square in the forehead with one of your with one of your swings, and he doesn't really sell it. It just sort of takes the punch and turns back to you. Good hit. 
Thank you. My turn. And he's going to swing back at you with a dirty fighting style. What is your, uh, what is your TN to be hit? Uh, 20. All right, that's a hit with a raise. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, you take 17 flesh wounds. Roll me a brawn check. All right. 22. It's 7 7. All right, you have 17 flesh wounds. I believe you had a 3, if I remember correctly. What what, are, what round do you go on next? Uh, 1, 4, 5. Okay, go again. All right. And, yeah, sure, I'll do a raise on this one. That adds, what, like, a damage or something, right? 1 KO damage for a, for adding another 5 to the TM. 1, one K 0, okay. That's yeah. 37. 37, that's a hit. Roll me brawn plus 2, keep 2. So 5K2 for you? Indeed. 23. 23, add it to the 12. All right. He sells this one a little harder. He pulls his jaw back into position, the joint creaking a bit. But he still hasn't gone down by Inish rules. And he's going to trade you one back. At the 4. And this is in the 4 or the 5? This is the 4. Okay. And you said 20? Yes. Hit with a raise. Uh, take another nine flesh, ru- flesh wounds and roll against 26 with your brawn. Okay. Shut up, Matt. Yes, they're flesh runes. 36, 14, 19, 3. Jeez. All right, your swing again. These two dudes just turning each other into fucking hamburger. <laughs> nah. Nah. Yeah, no, that's, Declan, yeah, are you no, gonna hit yeah, him again? That, that's the thing. They're doing a they're doing a fucking Irish stand down. You just stand uh, there and punch each other. Are you gonna punch him again? Are you gonna punch him again? Fucking busy, Captain. I'll do a raise on this one as well. Okay. Can't you take multiple raises? You might be limited in terms of uh, like taking raises plus, for damage. Plus, my TNs are are higher because I'm. Oh right, out. yeah, right. Well, knock him down because I bet the ship. Uh, it's a 27 with one raise, so effective 22. You miss. He just sort of steps back and hooks a foot around the back of your ankle and pulls it further towards him, taking you off balance a little bit. And he's going to get his last swing of the round. That's going to be a hit. Take another 15 wounds. And roll me against 41, I think, now? Yeah. 19. 19. Alright, here's how this goes down. He steps back, takes the very end of your next punch, grabs your wrist, spins around, and pulls you over his back until you land on your back on the deck in front of him. Now, you mentioned he was using dirty fighting? Yep. What does that entail, exactly? Dirty fighting works the same as pugilism, except there's certain special knacks, which he isn't using. But dirty fighting just entails that, you know, it's not pugilism. It's sloppy so, so, fighting, so, so, there's groin so, 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 It's not like he's kicking me in the balls or whatever, it's just... He's... No, if you no, hadn't dirty... said below the belt, he absolutely would be. <laughs> yeah, I think, doesn't dirty fighting also have also involve <laughs> yeah. things like pocket sand and spitting in the guy's eye? 
Uh, yeah, there, there's. I believe there's a pocket sand knack. There might also be a groin shot knack. Is it actually called pocket sand? No. He, it's he, just it's just a knack that you grab dirt and throw it at their face. No, yeah, no, I was just it wasn't actually called pockets. In this He's case, some this wood thing. shavings from the ship. It's not the Dale Gribble school of fighting. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, He's basically doing like uh, what heels do in wrestling matches when they aren't they aren't really cheating. <laughs> when they're not cheating, I guess is the best way to put it. Just doing asshole fighting. I am not so high on Inish rules right now. Is that it? Well, I'm playing fucking low right now. Good fucking fight. He puts his hand in yours and pulls you back up to your feet, politely. And right. yeah. sorry, do you have something more you wanted to say, Declan? No, no, he's just kind of muttering. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you you did not actually take enough to knock you out completely. You're starting to feel a little bit better. That fight cleared your head a little. He punched. He punched the knockout drops out of you. <laughs> he punched you, and for once, you became more conscious. <laughs> Yeah, and you can catch up with Reggie anytime you like. Um, ex- excuse me? Hmm? Yes. He's still smug from the uh, trick he pulled on McCorley. Yes, I was wondering uh, where you... Uh, uh, the, these knockout drops. Ah, uh, yeah? Yes. Uh, do you make them uh, yourself? Do you procure them? I know a formula, but it's almost as cheap to get it homemade in Vadachi than to make it out of the raw ingredients. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Vodachi. Vodachi is the place to go for poison, after all. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find some poisons in... Fendel, uh, F- Fendel is, uh, not on best terms with Vodachi. I can imagine. Mostly Vestin. Well, from what I hear, you're 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 coming up on a trade war with Vidachi and the Vendels. Yeah, Phil, uh, um, not uh, not uh, myself, uh, exactly. Cheese it, it's the cops. <laughs> boat cops. Oh no, it's the space. It's it's the boat cops. Space cops. What? No, <laughs> that, well, that's why they have the siren. They're space. They're space boats cops. They're invading. Yeah. That was a plot twist. Ancient aliens all along, and Nate missed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I am not, uh, as they say, uh, Fendel anymore. The whole piracy thing. What about it? Sort of uh, what the Montaigne call a faux pas. Puts a hand to its forehead. I'm sorry, say again. I took a drink to convince McCorley it was safe, and... I'm a little out of it myself. Yeah, uh, piracy, it is bad in Fendel. And she yes. um, she mimics a noose. You can I, imagine. I do, uh, do not think I shall be returning uh, once it is known. I see. Well, you wouldn't be the first man on this ship, well, first person on this ship to uh, lose your homeland. Yeah. Yeah, the Inquisition. Uh, sort of a uh, buzzkill. So it goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to get a drink? Sure, my treats. It won't be poison this time. Uh, good, good. She kind of pats him on the back heartily with some mild laughing. Yeah, and he invites you over to drink. You are funny, man. 
Captain, you didn't actually bet the fucking ship, did you? No, it's okay. I just wanted to give you some encouragement. <laughs> uh, the fucking... Uh, he's a little slow. Managed to get past me on that last thing. Hi. Oof. You're drunk and drugged. It's fine. And we're among friends. Friends as much as we've got anymore. Uh, I guess this is the way things are going to turn out. Go get some rest if you want it. I've been looking over at the ship. Uh, kind of lowers his voice. I, I don't think they're... Got any designs on it, as it were? She's not mer- worth much except the ship herself. Still, you told me to keep an eye on it, so I will. I think I'm gonna go actually. Top deck. It's mayor. Alright. Don't try any swims. Yes, Captain. Yeah, he'll go back to drinking. Let Declan do his thing. Allende comes to you, Valentine. I forgot to mention something that will be helpful when you get to port. Oh? There's an inn called the Broken Compass. If you go in there, you're dead. Is it because I'm me, or because I'm working for you? No, no. You go in there, and when you are there, you are dead. I do not understand. You no longer exist when you've been in there. Look. While you're in there. Just go there, and it will make sense, okay? So I should go there, so I die. Yes. Sort of. It, it, she'll whisper. In the same way that our, uh, that our friend, uh, is dead, and will motion towards, uh, the, you know, Elise. Elise. Why would I want to die? No, no. You already died. No, I, I don't... If you go in there, you have died. Right. Yes. But I'm not letting my reputation die either. You won't. All right. It'll make for a good story, I'm sure. Well... I think I've, it's dinner's coming to a close, and after this, I think it's about time for you to be off. Uh, if that's the case, uh, may I do my routine now? Sure. Oh, yeah, well, and she she'll, does uh, her routine. Well, she, but, you know, she removes her, uh, you know, uh, overclothes to reveal her dancing outfit, which is like a, uh, a, uh, like a, a tight shirt, that hat with a bare midriff, and, uh, with, like, a cuff that, like, when, like, the, uh, sleeves are, though, kind of extended out. And like have been tied up so they fit underneath her shirt and uh you know uh pants that go down you know pants that go down to her uh like uh, calves but are kind of uh you know a little bit poofy sure and I will roll uh I will roll dance All right. before you do that though Francesca's gonna head over to Miss Androgyny and be like your shirt is very and in- in- unique I've never seen one like it where did you get it made please look over at you. Hmm. Montaigne. Very nice. I did not know that was a current fashion of Montaigne. It's not, but that's where I had it made. Thank you for telling me as such. She'll say the Vedachin word from Weaver. I can't remember what it actually is. But she'll say it as in her name was Weaver. Thank you, Weaver. Thank you, Weaver. Yeah, I had a feeling. I I saw the deal thread being manipulated. I had a feeling. Very well, I'm Alessia. But but to anyone else, I'm Alessio. Understood. I have no desire to stop that for you. You pass very well. Hmm. It wasn't anything malicious, just keeping the ties a little tighter. Understood. I didn't figure for malicious with a yellow thread, as it were. Just making things uh, more sure payout. 
For your captain, I assume? I am all about the reduction of risk for this ship. I respect that. I really uh, admire your loyalty, as it were, to such a ship. Mm. How long have you been on the sea? Mm. Since the prison break. A prison held a fate witch. The one we all came from. La Buca. Shall not. Did you study at the Della Tent? The Bestini School for Fate Witches? Mm, for a while, but then I took an apprenticeship to a more powerful witch. Very, very good. I still live in the region. It, it seems the Bestini has been doing well for those of us who see more than others. And she'll, she's, she's not being catty. She is smiling, like, nicely and everything. Yeah. A word to the wise, though. You're still clinging to your morals. In that business, it can get you killed at the wrong moment. So kind of sniff, understood? You, you I, saw her arcana? She saw yeah, yours? Yeah, she saw mine, yeah, no. I was like, oh, okay, cool, she knows I'm righteous. I, I'm and try to keep your captain out of the drink. You act like I can control that. I may be the only one with a clear head right now, but that doesn't say much for everyone else. Elende seems nice. He is. Too giving, as it were. I don't distrust him, but I'm curious why such a successful pirate feels the need to give so much, and asks seemingly so little. He feels he owes something to the world. Okay. It's a miracle he ever made it out of that prison. I appreciate your honesty for messing with the thread. You'll understand when I do the same spread to reduce our own risks. Of course. No need to alarm you for me- for doing the spread and you suddenly seeing things change. Right. Honor among witches, as it were. Mm. Do you have any spiders? If it's all the same, I would prefer to get off of this subject. The crew is already a bit distrustful of our kind. They tolerate me more than they honor me. She'll give a dirty word in the and for men in general. But it's generally seen as a... Again, I read the word. I can't remember which what Italian word it is. But it's a distrust for men for thinking too much of magic, as it were. Sailors are a superstitious lot. That is the truth. I'm glad to have met someone else, though. I was beginning to wonder if I was the only one out here. Not if you know where to look. It's been lovely to meet you, Alessandro. Alessia. Alessia? Alessio. She she meant to be nice and do the male version. It's not short for anything. Should that mean something to me? Uh, did you say Alessandro? No, I, I meant to say the masculine version she wanted. I said okay. Alessandro because I couldn't remember what her name was. I thought okay. it was that. And so oh. then she said Alessio then. Yeah. She gave the masculine version of the name. Sure. To show trust and all that. Yes. Good, Good nights. Good luck in Avalon. Looking and, forward to it so much. Mm. That was and, a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> and yes, Nadira, you've captured the attention of most of the crew with your uh, dance routine. People are clapping and stomping along to unhearable music. Francesca will have moved around to Valentine and said, this is the last drink. No more. Yeah. Well, yeah, with a final flourish, after she finally, you know, with a final flourish of a blaze, uh, she'll give a bow. Only because the bottle's done. Snort. Someone's been noticing what you're like you drink. Let them notice. Roll her eyes. I've come to good con- good grounds with Alicia. She'll understand when I mess with it, and I know why she messed with it for on her ground. Alright, well, we're leaving soon. Do what you need to do. I'll do it on the ship. No need to show everyone what I am here, since they're such a distrustful lot. 
Okay. Nothing malicious was done to us, though. Fair enough. If you're fine with it, I'll sign. We'll make the arrangements. Well, I don't really feel like going to Avalon. Nothing horrible seems in it from the planning stages. That'll be exciting. <laughs> exciting gets me hurt. It's not something I like. Everyone gets hurt. Not all of us have grappling hooks that we can pull out at the most opportune moment. That's a problem that can be rectified. I'm gonna laugh and just leave him alone at that. Yeah, he'll finish his drink, sign the paper, and head back to the ship after goodbyes and such. Alright, yeah, the festivities come to an end, and uh, they they give you an escort back to your ship. Of course, letting you get on your ship alone. Making sure we get off safely. You are now firmly into nights. And we'll uh, make a parting word of uh, uh, thank you for your hospitality. A number of them put their hands to their, put their fists to their hearts and nod back at you. She returns the gesture. <laughs> Every ship has different customs. We All right. have to carve out ours, though. <laughs> All right. So it's pretty smooth sailing from that point on to Avalon. With uh, with enough, you you manage to get a little bit of sleep on the way since the waters are so smooth, and you get there just about at the crack of dawn. But what leads you into ports is an elegant lighthouse on the shores of Kanguin, clearly not of current human make. These, this is a Cerneth lighthouse guiding you into the dock. It stands like a, it stands like a very large conch shell. The metal twists up towards the sky, and there's a number of uh, clockwork parts on the outside of it that turn independently of any motion of the light tower. Yeah, and you are free to land. Yeah. Uh, are there docks or? Uh... Yeah, there's there's a full dock. This is a pirate hangout. There's a very well equipped dock district. Okay. And just outside of the dock is a bar with the with the image of a snapped compass. On the uh, on the front of its sign. All right, uh, we'll dock and prepare to uh, head up, head ashore. All right, no one gives you any issue. There appears to be no real docking registration here. Yeah, supposed to leave Elise and her bodyguards and Juan on the ship and uh, head to the compass. Sure thing. Yeah, the moment you approach it, you you're met with the familiar smell of ale and wine and a little bit of vomit, but not a lot, but enough. Enough. It's always enough. <laughs> and you walk in, and the place is packed with uh, with with various ages, makes, and models of sailor. <laughs> they don't make them like that one anymore. They're talking to each other, laughing, yelling, and boisterous Avalon in Inish accents. A couple Highlanders. There are a few open tables, but not a lot. There's probably about two dozen sailors in here. Right. Grab a table. You you or, hear you hear from in a chorus around you from different places. Oh, he just sat at a table. Huh? What's your name? Valentine Leverest. I see. And what have you been doing lately? Whatever I feel like. You got a story to pay for that table. Oh, do I ever? You hear a couple of people shout in unison. Well, let's hear it then. <laughs> Oratory go. It also kind skills of, with what, storytelling. What kind of oratory do you have, Kevin? Yeah, oratory or storytelling both work. Ah, uh, passable, I think. Just one point, I think. 3K2. I, I have two if you want me to do it. Yeah, if you got better uh, than Also, that. Anne has, yeah, Anne's also at, like, uh, 5K3 on yeah. that. Yeah. You, you guys can all, uh, you guys can all roll if you like. 
I'll check it, and you you can all uh, take part in the conversation. But I do expect yeah. you guys to tell the story. All right. Sure. De- Declan distinctly does not. He's in sad sack mode right now. <laughs> I lost the fight. Eight. Eight. Uh, Twenty-six. Oh boy. Twenty-eight. This is uh, oratory, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Oratory and uh, what? Or storytelling. Uh, what uh, trait? Uh, wits. Yeah. And this is a rare world where a where a uh, market scientist can also 15, be good at storytelling. Uh, Twenty if, if they're looking at my legs. Uh, you guys are at a table, so maybe. <laughs> he didn't like to sit at the bar. Well, maybe I could like put a if, if when I'm miming. Sexually, I mean. Well, also she is the type of person who would like get up and begin acting out what she was doing. Alright, so, what's the story you guys tell together? Alright, let's see. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> I'd like to take a minute God to sit fucking right damn it. I'll tell you how I stole my boat back and became a Corsair. I hope not a Corsair. <laughs> General, <laughs> not the Corsairs. Right. Points for I can think of a word for pirate that rhymed. Uh, no, you did fine. <laughs> yeah, no, points for rhyming. I, I'm down. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You you got one, and that's more than anyone could have asked for. <laughs> I'm not giving you a drama die for it, though. I know. I'm glad you didn't take one. <laughs> Alright, how's everyone help with the story? Besides Declan, who gets surreptitiously past a shot. Uh, she will, uh, uh like I said, a fucking, uh, Nadia will, uh, get up, you know, occasionally get up and begin acting out, like, part, you know, parts of her physical action, like getting shot a bunch of times by the Inquisition. <laughs> And like die, she. <laughs> and then I, I went mean, in the a... water. Splash! Jump in a bucket. Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh. And uh, yeah, Anne will, yeah, Anne will regale the parts of the story that she was present for. The melting um, of the gold. Uh oh yeah yeah I could talk about yeah I could talk about us breaking out of prison. She's also gonna she's also going to probably uh yeah we'll 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 talk about breaking out of prison and uh shooting down an entire uh, an entire line of uh infantry man. Um, tell the truth. These guys seem like a trustworthy crew. <laughs> and also shooting and also managing to peg a nobleman with a ricochet shot off a prison wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see if get the story of him and Elise's daring escape at the docks. Francesca's going to talk about uh, and being pushed grenade. through a tiny hole at the top of the prison, taking out three men, including throwing a dagger at one on uh, a ladder just to be able to escape prison, and then crawling through dark and deep religious mm-hmm. catacombs just to be able to get on the ship before the Inquisition could find them. Daringly I... jumping on the side of the of the ship and being prepared to poke any of anything that needed to with a quarterstaff. <laughs> yeah, and you you would not have escaped from that prison had they not uh, had they not uh, piled a uh, piled a torch into uh, into the wall with my bare hands and broken the bars well, of free. Of course, I didn't say I br- I crawled up and broke a hole in in a in the prison door by myself. I'm five Yes, one. yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do do not do not forget the piling of the torch into the wall. <laughs> you did with very, my mitts. I know, and and it makes my mitts. That's what you called them, right? <laughs> I, love, I love this. I love this Dutch accent you've come up with. <laughs> yeah. It it vacillates wildly. It's still fine, honestly. <laughs> She's gonna laugh and sort of uh, 
do it in a very pretty kind of way and say, of course, Aunt, we could not have done much without your great strength and great Amazonian physique to help us get through such trying times. All right. People are variously shouting, hooting, hollering, cheering, booing, but there's less of that. There's that one guy, fucking Gary. And there's a and there's a booming voice from the center of the crowd that you can't quite see. Aye! But most importantly, did you die? Are we in the broken compass? We're in the broken compass, yeah. right? Yeah. Also, none of us know that except for the cabin, unless he filled us in on what we we're supposed to well, say. Oh, dear, I heard it. Yes, and then we died! A cheer goes up, people <laughs> yell in unison, Then it must be true! <laughs> I like this bar. This is a strange bar. And a man stands up in the middle of the crowd. He uh, he has a thin blonde goatee, a bushy blonde mustache, and uh, sort of neck-length shaggy blonde hair. It must be true, and you drink with me. Come on. He invites you over to his table. All right, we'll accept the invitation. Prepare to board tables. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he invites you over, he pulls a couple seats down, someone objects to not being at the table anymore, someone pulls him physically up out of the back of his chair and tosses him aside. No, you have not earned your place right now. And you come up, and he leans in almost conspiratorially. Hello, my lovelies. Name's, Hi. Name's Beric, and that is where I'm going to end the session for tonight. <laughs> Just about to flirt with him. You can flirt quite a bit longer when we come back around, but it is right. one twenty in the a- in the in the, yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, in the after eve. And I know I'll at least get... one of these people wants to go to sleep. Yeah, I guess right. also. And also, time. I need to also. Yeah, I also need to tape my headset back together as it broke in between the break. <laughs> oh, I've had. I usually use super glue to fix my headset. I just drip hot wax lovingly down the crevices. Uh, could you never say that again? No promises. Yeah, no. Did um, you say that more often? Can, can you make sure to say it to Axe, but not to me? <laughs> Look, I can't promise any of these things, really. It, it just, it just, it just not include the crevice part, okay? Can we go to that? The voice says what it says, and my brain catches up a few words later. So much makes sense right now. That sentence alone. All right, everyone's going to get a uh, uh, right. Anyone have any questions, comments, complaints, or suggestions? Uh, no. Nah. No, it seemed it seemed pretty good for a session that you, I think, just yeah, made. I had literally nothing <laughs> besides the cliffhanger I put you on. Yeah, last so time. so so a game a game where where we have like six or seven named NPCs that's pretty yeah. good. Now these characters all exist. Yeah. Okay, you're just you're pulling them out of the yeah, source. Yeah, they're in the Pirate Nation source book. I was kind of. I was kind of yeah. wondering. Yeah, uh, However, I hope there's a there's a satisfying amount of character interaction between you guys and stuff like that. Yeah, that was good to start to get some of the interaction. Could you the stats stats of the mountain posing as a man that I fought? Uh, yeah, I can tell you the stats of that once we break. The monster truck that walks on two legs. All right, but uh, if that's about all we got, um, I apologize if this seemed a bit off the spur. Because it was. <laughs> yeah, but beyond that, good night, internet. Good night. Good night, Internet.